Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Welcome to Think Tank's Millionaire Podcast, a podcast where you have real entrepreneurs talking about real problems and giving you real solutions and how to fix them to scale your business to the next level. And today, I'm really excited. We are going to be talking about a fun topic that I love talking about. We're going to be talking about public relations and PR and the importance of why you need PR for your business for credibility. And I am here with one of my partners in crime when it comes to PR, Kimberly Brown. Hello, Kimberly. Thank you so much for joining. Alexa, it is a pleasure to be on this podcast show with you on today. And obviously, you're talking about a topic that I'm really passionate about. So I'm excited to get into it. Good, good. All right. So why don't you give our audience, so we we have an incredible audience, may I add. I mean, the amount of feedback we get from all of you, it is so fun doing this podcast because of all of you. And that's why we're doing. So I'm trying to bring the best of the best. When I tell you Kimberly is one of the best I've ever had, and I've gone through, you know this, Kim, I've gone through a lot of PR people <laughs> and I always say Kim is the best. She is the best. And I'm so glad to have her part of our group. So why don't you share a little bit about your background, who you are, and um, how how you got got into the PR space and and whatnot? Absolutely. So I actually majored in PR uh, when I was in college. And it was an econ class that I took in college that drove me to do PR. I realized, hey, numbers and algorithms, that just was not my space. And so I dropped that class and quickly switched majors. So I got into public relations. I realized that I love to communicate and I love to develop content and publicity campaigns. Having said that, after graduating, I spent a number of years on the nonprofit side of PR. So really passionate about getting the brands out for uh, brands that were really trying to impact the community, um, those who were underserved. I really started out in that space and then transitioned over to, into corporate. So I've uh, been a PR manager for some big brands out there like Cox Media. Um, I served for a little bit of time there. And then now AT&T, which was then Bell South, I was actually the PR manager for a number of their consumer-related products at that time. And so I also served in the agency side where I got to juggle a gazillion brands from Turner Broadcasting to ESPN Zone, Dell Computer, just to name a few. My world got really exciting, though, Alexa, when I jumped into uh, consulting. So once I transitioned from corporate and agency life, now I found myself immersed in a world of supporting even entertainers. I've done some early work with uh, Bill Cosby. I even got to do some publicity work for uh, Mark Cuban on the Shark Tank. So a little bit of that entertainment space. I've done some support work for NFL players. So it's been an exciting journey, as well as those those interesting startups, you know, all sorts of startups that hit the marketplace that just don't have a clue as to how to get publicity. And so I bring a lot of those best practices that I learned in corporate, agency, entertainment space. Uh, I bring all those best practices to the startup world. 
I mean, come on, everybody. Did you not just hear that background? I mean, talk about name dropping and uh, and brand dropping. I mean, incredible. And that's why the first time I met Kim, I was like, yeah, I need to work with you. Um, you're you're amazing. I mean, she's she's consistently just incredible and you can't steal her. <laughs> um, but so let's just dig into it. So, I mean, PR has changed, especially since COVID. And I think it's fair to say that the game of PR is very, very different than it was five, even 10 years ago. So let's yeah. talk about what, what do you see from your perspective? You're on the front lines, you're pitching editors, you're pitching yeah. publications. Like what are you seeing and what are the changes that you are hearing in the front lines? Great question. And I, you're absolutely right. And I think people need to be educated on this because when I first started in the industry, Alexa, it was almost unheard of for PR people and agencies to be responsible for developing their own content. So always when a media opportunity came through the door, it was always an opportunity for an interview the reporter was in complete control of the message. You didn't know what was going to hit the news, right? Because they were in control of it. But it was unethical for us to cross those lines. Now, today, we are seeing all sorts of publicity outlets, including top tiers, making that PR agent and that PR agency responsible for developing the content. So we may get an invitation to write that article like, hey, I'm really passionate about that topic. I love the client that you proposed to me. We're short staffed, right? We don't have time to develop that comment, that, that content, but if we'll give you our writing guidelines, if you can take over that, then we can get you publicized. So now what I see today, what is different now is that we're developing a lot more content for clients. Content is king. I'm sure that has impact the marketing world as well. But it definitely, I saw that shift take place in our industry tremendously. What I've also seen take place, particularly as we got through COVID and even post-COVID, a little bit of this was in the marketplace, but it has definitely grown a lot since COVID. So more pay to play is in the marketplace than ever before. Now, I do want to say to our listeners that when you partner with a good PR agency um, like ours, uh, you will still receive very meaningful earned placements. And what I mean by earned, it's mean you don't pay a dime for it, right? We, we, we understand kind of the secret sauce of success. We can still get that coverage opportunity. Everything should not be pay to play. Having said that, what we're always up against in the marketplace is a lot of pay to play. I mean, the world has changed now, right? We're not in the same space that we're, we were in before COVID happened. And everyone's looking to monetize from the small podcasts uh, down the street to even some of the bigger players. And so we always want clients to be prepared for not only the earned publicity, the, the free publicity that we're able to get them, but to do a little bit of pay, pay to play where necessary. And that's really going to open up the door for their brand. Well, what's interesting is you see the shift coming. I, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I was on Zoom with the editor in chief of Entrepreneur and I asked him this exact question. I said to him, I'm like, 
why are you going more towards the contributor model and the pay, pay to play? And so this is exactly what he said to me. He said, the reality is, is that the magazine itself is, is our editors for the most part. And those are going to be stories. Those are going to be problem solving. How are entrepreneurs successfully solving the problems? Um, he's like, I don't care about your success. He's like, there's a lot of successful people. What I care is what problem did you solve to become successful? Mm. And he said, you know, what he's finding is that how they were able to build their brand is through other people and people want wow. to contribute and it's becoming more of a trend, not just from the magazines, not having um, the, the staff, which also is part of it, but people want to start contributing their own knowledge. And especially since COVID people want to start writing, they want to start sharing that it's now becoming more like people marketing and people keep saying share value, share value. And so his point was from a business perspective, why should I employ all these editors and people wow. to write when I have people that are willing to write for me for free and actually pay me to write for me. Right. And so oh, it yeah. is an interesting model that is shifting and we see it in Forbes. We see it in Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. We see it in entrepreneur, like every major magazine is making this shift. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do want to, you're uh, Alexa, you are spot on. I'm not surprised that they shared those insights for you. We have definitely felt that shift throughout the years. Those of us who have been in the PR game for a long time. And so to your point, you're right. You have so many people hungry to write for those outlets. Think about the era that we're in now. It's about branding your voice, branding your perspective. You know, all of that comes into play and people are actually willing to pay. That's another monetization play for that outlet too. So monetization madness, right, is the era that we are all now living in. We just have to, you know, early on myself and some of my colleagues who are in this space, we shunned it. We were like, when it first came into the market, we we're like, no, this is unethical. Now we've learned that we've had to kind of acquiesce to it and make it a part of our strategy and embrace it because if we don't, we would be left out of those conversations. Well, it's actually interesting. So I have two, two additional points there. So when you're trying to find the right PR person, it's interesting because when we were interviewing for more people on our team, one of them was like, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of this model and it's unethical. And like, the more we got into it, the more I realized like that just because that one PR person hasn't placed PR in a really long, in time. A long time. And so, because the more I get to people that actually make placements and we make placements, people like crazy amounts of placements, oh, yeah. the more I'm realizing that those people that said that just, they, they're not up with the times. They're not up with the shift of the, the market of PR. And it's, um, so when you're interviewing people and if they're telling you that, you don't have to produce content. It, yeah. It's actually the complete opposite because we see this everywhere. I mean, may, like tier one, tier two, like pretty much all across the board now, everybody wants you to create content for them. Absolutely. Um, the good news is when you partner with a robust organization like ours, we provide that end-to-end -end solution, right? We can develop strategy, which is key. Never bring on a PR person that can't develop strategy or understand the unique nuances of your business and how PR should work for you. Every PR plan is customized. It's different. We're really good about that on our side of the camp. Um, but then also being prepared up front to have that conversation about content, what that's going to look like. Uh, rapid fire responses are also huge 
huge in our space now. We didn't talk about that, but uh, for those top tier opportunities that, you know, many of our clients want to be a part of, uh, it may not be, you know, a situation where, hey, they're going to give you time always to develop content. If they're going to interview you or they want an email response, they may want it same day because they're on major deadlines. So sometimes it's rapid response and being able to respond quickly. TV is a very different beast from print. Digital podcast is different. But we kind of bring the expertise to help our clients play in all of those sandboxes. Well, the reality is with the digital world, you have people that are just sitting there waiting to pounce on these opportunities. And (laughs) if they put, hey, I need this in an hour, they're probably getting 10 to 15 responses because they can, because people are ready to go. So that's part of the negative part or the con, I guess you can say, of this digital world is you have to be much faster and be able to, to get them out, like you said, so much quicker. And it's why you do need a good PR team to not only make those connections, but also to, to turn things around quick. And also foreseeing what needs to be done beforehand so that you have an idea. So we're already working on content ideas before we even get the pitches in because we know kind of what's happening. And, and worst case, you put it on LinkedIn, right? If it, if it doesn't Absolutely. get picked up, but it's now becoming a, an opportunity to shop stuff around. Like yesterday, I wrote an article that was um, picked up by Forbes. And um, now we're pitching the same idea to some of the TV stations. So we already have it. And, but if Forbes didn't pick it up, I would have just put it on my LinkedIn. Right. And it's still a good piece of content. So I I think let's talk about that a little bit. Like what are the storylines that you're hearing that people want out there in the marketplace? Yeah. So that's a great question. And obviously that's going to vary a little bit by brand, the nuances of that. I think there's still a conversation, obviously a big conversation around the economy, So anyone that has a brand that is making a difference in the economy, you know, obviously American families are feeling things financially in a way that they may have not felt in a while. So a brand that can help address, you know, that need, that pain point uh, for what's going on in the economy, inflation, uh, high gas prices. And if there is a positive a spin or a light at the end of the tunnel type of solution for those type of conversations. I think that will continue to be big. I think health and wellness is going to be continue to be trending. Obviously, you know, we're not quite out of the woods yet uh, when it comes to things that are impacting the health and wellness and public health and safety. So um, solutions, ideas, information that really continues to support health and wellness I think will also continue to be on the rise. Technology is not going anywhere anytime soon. So the latest tech app, the latest tech version of whatever uh, sector of technology that you play in, I think will continue to be huge um, as well. And so I think that there are definitely major conversations still to have. And those conversations change. I mean, that's just the industry we live in, right? You pick up the newspaper today, And, you know, something hits and it changes the whole PR landscape for the next six months. I remember when COVID first hit, we got up, it was just like out of the blue. Now everything just changed in our industry for, you know, and it still has changed. You know, we're still being impacted by that change from 2020. Um, And those conversations are still being had. They're they're changed. They've shifted a little bit. I think work life is going to continue to be a huge part, like hybrid, remote. You know, what do we do in this new space? Do people want to go back to work? You know, 
All of that type of conversation, I think, is continuing. Monetization, ways to bring in extra streams of income, um, those type of conversations are, are kind of bigger things that I'm seeing on the front lines right now. Um, and it's, it's exciting, right, to be a part of those kind of major trends and to introduce our clients to interject their POVs and their perspectives into some of those major things that are trending. Yeah, and I think the most important part is to understand these trends change very quickly too. <laughs> and you know, it's with the with the blow of the wind, something else comes on, and then that's like the you know the topic of of the day. You know, and I think too. So let's shift to the last question, which is why is PR important and why everybody should really be looking at it? I mean, at the end of the day, everybody thinks they deserve to be on Good Morning America and Today Show, right? <laughs> but the reality is most people people will not get on the Good Morning America or Today Shows or those top tiers. Um, but in saying that, you know, it's PR is so important in a number of different ways. Okay. And to me, PR is about building an authority, whether it's a personal brand, whether it's a company, it's getting your name out there, getting your name and your story out there in multiple different ways, multiple different mediums. And it's also, it's not about what you say about yourself. It's what other people are saying about you. Right. Absolutely. So what, what are your thoughts on that? No, I think I think you kicked that off really well, Alexa, quite honestly. Uh, credibility, it, PR is a major credibility builder, number one, especially if you're a new brand or even if you're not a new brand, you're just an unknown brand because you never stepped into the world of PR. So just having a placement, having an article, having another platform interview you on a podcast, uh, being uh, having a segment, even if it's a few minute segment on an ABC a new show for your brand and you being seen as a thought leadership in that space is huge for credibility. I always tell people um, and even clients that we work with, you know, people do businesses with brands that they trust, know, and like, right? So, you know, if we don't know you, obviously PR can play a role in marketing from your end, right? Alexa plays a role in helping with the no factor. Uh, the likability factor, those are sometimes things we have to pull out of clients because they're sometimes so heads down in their business. But that likability factor, you know, um, uh, what makes you likable? You know, what is what what personality elements do you bring? People like doing business with people that they like. It doesn't even have to do with, you know, how many products you sold last month. You're just a likable, friendly, engaging person. Like, don't leave that at the table, bring that to your brand. Um, and so we talk about likability factor, but then we talk about the trust factor and that's where PR comes in. Um, when we're able to get you placements, especially a variety of placements across a number of outlets, now those placements you can showcase on social media, you can repurpose that content to be displayed on your website. When you're talking and pitching new business, you can say, hey, oh, by the way, I was featured in CNN, whatever that looks like. And believe it or not, just having placements in your industry, whatever your vertical is, whatever your industry is, it can open up the door for speaking opportunities, another credibility builder. Um, and it can also just really set that stage for customers to start to trust you more, you know, and know you more. So it is huge when it comes to credibility. A hundred percent. And I feel like 
as silly as it sounds, the fact that I was on NBC and CW and the morning shows, like all that stuff matters. I'm on Forbes. I'm on Entrepreneur. Having that build your credibility. And I think it's one of the most important things as you're growing as an entrepreneur. We have a lot of listeners that are in startups and growing their brands. And Mm -hmm. we're in a world of people marketing. You said it. We're in the world of people marketing now. People buy people. They're not buying a company, right? Look at um, all the big, uh, big people like Gary Vee, nobody knows, you know, Vaynerchuk marketing, whatever his company is, they all know Gary, right? Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's the same with Bill Gates. P- you look at his social, he has way more followers than Microsoft has. And the same goes with Tesla. And like, you keep going on, you look at founders versus the companies and who has more followers and engagement, the people, right? Oh. And so, Building your own personal credibility helps build your company credibility as well. I love it. That that's well said. And I'm I'm telling you guys, and not to toot our own horn, but Alexa, I mean, you don't get any better on that side of the camp when it comes to marketing and digital marketing and all of that space that she operates in. And then, you know, you look to my side of the camp, which we're partnered together. You know, I bring a lot of that wow factor and, and, and best practices when it comes to PR. And, you know, she opened up earlier by saying, you know, we're not, not here to bash anyone, but the, it is very hard to find someone who has really good PR best practices that can really move the needle. So uh, you want to be careful in making sure that you choose someone that you partner with that really can bring and deliver consistent results. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, for all of our listeners, thank you for listening. And thank you, Kim, for coming here today to talk about PR, because again, PR is just so important for anybody. We're happy. If you want to go to thinkfuelmedia.com, if you're looking for some PR, you can either reach out to me on Instagram, the link is in the show notes, or you can go to thinkfuelmedia.com. I'll also put the link in the show notes. And for anybody that has any questions on PR, reach out and we're happy to speak with you. And thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're busy getting us a lot of PR, Kim. So I want (laughs) to let you go back to what what you're what you're really, really good at. And that is getting an incredible amount of really just good quality PR. And I'm so grateful to be partners with you. Likewise, Alexa.